Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On June 29, 2015, a WestJet 737, en route from Edmonton to Toronto, Canada, was diverted to Winnipeg after an unspecified threat was directed against the aircraft. After landing, the crew initiated an emergency evacuation and six passengers were injured. The next day, on June 30th, I had a conversation with the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation about the event. A criminal investigation is underway into what forced a WestJet flight to make an emergency landing. Six people are hurt during an emergency evacuation of the plane. So what are the protocols evacuating aircraft in emergency situations like this? Let's turn to Todd Curtis. He's an aviation safety expert in Boston. So Todd Curtis, we just know there was an unspecified threat on the plane. Passengers got injured during the evacuation because the crew, it seems, according to some of the passengers we've heard, said just they only had two, uh, two of the slides ready, uh, and they just said, get off the plane and get away from the plane. So what do you make of that kind of evacuation? Well, given the overall circumstances, that there was some sort of security situation going on, it sounds as though this were a situation where the crew felt compelled to get the passengers out and not to take the time to go all the way back to the terminal and use a jet bridge to deboard the, to deplane the aircraft. And it's not surprising that you have injuries in a situation like this, where it seems as though, A, they didn't have all the sides working, and B, the evacuation, evacuation was somewhat hurried. So what kind of threat, you know, the police are not telling us anything about the threat. Uh, what kind of threat could lead to an evacuation like this that sounded just like a, a bit of a scramble? Well, it basically, in my opinion, boils down to two kinds of threats. Some sort of implied threat, that is someone, for example, calls in and says there's a bomb on board. Or a threat where there is some sort of evidence on board the airplane or other kinds of evidence that pointed to something being uh, present at the, on the airplane and perhaps uh, close to detonating or somehow or another bringing uh, uh, danger to the people on board the aircraft. Now, there's, this is the third time in the past week that a Canadian airliner has has received a threat. That sounds like a lot. Uh, what do you make of that? Well, the fact that you have three threats in a short period of time could be due to individual actions and people can be calling in threats for any number of reasons, or it could be some sort of conspiracy between two or more people. Uh, of course, that's something that the investigative authorities aren't really going to release to the public anytime soon. But given that you have the World Cup going on, as well as Canada Day coming up, and again, the threats that are going on overseas for various, uh, from various groups, it may be possible that this could be connected with those. But again, it's too early to say whether there is any connection between those three. So what, what goes through the minds of, of, of airline officials that are in charge of safety? Because, I mean, I don't know how often threats like this are made. Uh, so as soon as a threat is made, do they go through a very quick analysis of, uh, all right, is this credible, is this real, or do they just always err on the side of caution and say that any call that goes in, uh, that that plane needs to land and those passengers need to get off right away? Well, that would certainly depend on the situation, because you could have a threat that's called in now to the airline, but perhaps to the air traffic control center or to a media organization or through some other uh, person, or it could be a threat that is uncovered by a law enforcement or intelligence agency. And again, when it comes to the actual aircraft itself, the flight crew and cabin crew are the ultimate decision makers as to what actions to take or not take. 
So certainly in the WestJet case, it would be interesting to see, A, what kind of information the crew had, and B, what decisions were made based on that information. So what do you think, though? I mean, we're just sort of trying to figure this out now, but from what we know, do you think that the crew made the right call in terms of uh, trying to get those passengers off as quickly as possible, even if it meant that uh, six of them would be injured? Well, I can't speak to what happened before the evacuation occurred because there's way too much uh, information that's not known. But as far as the actual act of uh, an emergency evacuation from an aircraft, that's a somewhat risky thing to do under the best of circumstances, simply because you have passengers with all kinds of physical capabilities, some of whom can go through the procedure and jump off the slide, etc., others who would have difficulty. So unless there's also some information as to how those injuries occurred would tell me whether or not procedures were followed or not followed by the flight crew and the cabin crew. All right. So for passengers facing a situation like this, and I know we can all say, well, in a perfect environment, this is how it should all happen very orderly, but we don't know. Again, we don't know all the circumstances around all this, but what should be done to minimize the chance of injury? Well, this is the advice I give to every passenger of every flight. Uh, that is to become familiar with the particular exits that are on your aircraft. Uh, even if you fly with the same airline all the time, different aircraft uh, models may have different configurations, and of course you may be sitting in a different part of the aircraft. And I suggest that people figure out how many rows it is to the exit in front of them and the exits behind them and to pay attention to any special instructions that may be unique to that aircraft with respect to getting out of the aircraft. Do you think that based on, on what has happened uh, that um, um, there's a danger in flying these days? Unless there's some other evidence coming out through law enforcement or through intelligence organizations that says there's a specific credible near-term threat, I don't see any particular uh, uh, increase in hazard in Canada or elsewhere when it comes to flying airliners. Sir, we appreciate you taking the time and we appreciate your insight today. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me. That was safe, aviation safety expert Todd Curtis speaking to me from Boston. For more information on airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.